All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from all around the whole automotive enthusiast world, it's time once again for a brand new episode of V8 Radio. And uh, I'm Kevin Oster, your host, as always, joined by our esteemed co-host, Mr. Mike Cuball-Clark. Hello, my good friend. Hello to you, too. <laughs> uh, and, and welcome to a, to a fresh new episode. Of a Toppin episode of uh, V8 I'm, Radio. Wow. <laughs> and kevin uh that's a little bit of a tease for the uh early part of the show tuppen is a swedish word meaning cool super or keen oh right on and with any luck we might hit any one of those adjectives we may i have high hopes it's a tuppen episode right on yeah man well, that's cool, um, and yeah, we'll 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 reveal why the the Swedish connection uh, momentarily. But typically, as we start this show, because this is an automotive related show, we uh, we throw out a trivia question, right? Trivia being yeah. something that's generally not important. <laughs> <laughs> so, Unlike I mean, our show, which is very important. <laughs> right? uh, it's uh, it's tuppin. Uh, it is. Did you happen to prepare a trivia question this time? I did prepare a trivia question this time, and uh, we'll let it out of the gates here. And uh, I have to preface this one, and I have to give full credit to uh, my friend and neighbor, Robert Borger, mm. uh, for this question. He kind of threw some, uh, dropped some knowledge on me the other day that led me to this question. Kevin, you undoubtedly have heard of the Ford Fairlane in your uh, comings and goings of the automotive world. I have, um, as you know. I as I come and go in the automotive yes. world. The, yes, the term Fairlane, <laughs> the Fairlane does come up. <laughs> it comes up every once in a while. Yeah, you're right. Okay, um, from where did the Ford Fairlane name derive? Uh, huh. So to rephrase, why is the Ford Fairlane named a Fairlane? Fairlane? The- Yes. What, what's it named? Where Where did the Ford Fairlane get its name? Aha. Uh-huh. That That is an interesting question. This is no doubt in response to why is a Jeep CJ called a CJ? <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't really want to go there, but if you want to, sure. <laughs> sure. I'm smart enough to make that connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's see. The Fairlane is a... Uh, it was a smaller to mid-sized Ford, a small Ford, if you will, when it started. And um, mm-hmm. and if we do, uh, what is it, etymology, if you break down the words and dissect the, the words fair and lane mm-hmm. uh, and correlate that to the size of the car, none of that has anything to do with the reason why it's called <laughs> fair lane. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, Fair Lane was the name of Henry Ford's estate. And uh, the car was named after that. Now, I, what I don't know is why one day the marketing group woke up and said, oh, we'll just name this car after Henry's house. You know, I, I don't know that story. Mm. But I'm pretty sure that the Fair Lane was named after Fair Lane. And you'll notice my different inflection. I'm accenting a different syllable, as I say, yes. fair lane. Yes, fair lane. Yeah. Interesting. So next time you're at a car show, point to a, a 63 Ford and say, that's a very nice fair lane you have there. <laughs> and see what the response is if they let you All stay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's right on. Okay, so Kevin says it's named after Henry Ford's estate. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Duly noted. <clears throat> Which I've never been to, but I, I heard is pretty cool. Cool. Ford Museum and everything. You ever been up there? I have not. I have not. Um, I've been I told, cool. and I, I don't know if it's true or not. Well, it's not just a car museum. They have uh, all kinds of Americana and, and cool stuff on display, including... And again, I don't know if this is true, but I've a, heard a fair lane. There is a well, probably, but there's a <laughs> full size Holiday Inn hotel sign on display. Really? Yeah. And if you, I don't know, I'm a huge Americana fan, and recently I've been just fascinated by the Holiday Inn sign. It's known as the Great Sign. And it's, okay. you remember what it looks like. It's got the big arrow yeah. that points towards the hotel. And it's the green Correct. background with the script holiday in and the yep. star that blinks up on the top and the yellow bulbs and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then a, a marquee, if you will, they could put letters on it like, welcome plumbers union, right. or, you know, whatever. Congratulations, Bob and Sandy. <laughs> uh, or the Blues Brothers, you know, the uh, Murph and the Magic Tones and the Armada Room. Right, the Ar- Armada Room. <laughs> <laughs> and interestingly, that, that very Holiday Inn was on Mannheim Road, not far from where I grew up, not far, terribly far from where you live, basically right next to yeah. O'Hare. I don't know if it's a Holiday Inn branded hotel anymore, but I remember driving past that sign you know, right where the Blues Brothers right. pulled in and they blew up the uh, the phone booth. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, there, that's my tangent for the Henry Ford Museum. <laughs> okay. Right on. Yeah. Sounds like a cool place. Yeah, there you go. All right. So I will reciprocate with a trivia question for you. Dig it. Um, well, you dig it now, but you haven't heard oh, it. Oh, great. Yeah, well, I know how this is going to go already. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, dealing with, you know, we're talking about Americana and pop culture and whatnot. Uh, there was a hit song from 1951, and it was called Rocket 88. Okay. All right. And we can probably guess that it was inspired by the Oldsmobile Rocket 88, because that was kind of the hot car back in 51. Mm-hmm. But why is this particular song significant? Why is this song significant? <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin, Rocket 88 is was derived from the um the space race. Um America was big into rockets, and um, <laughs> uh, I will remind you that the song was from 1951. So. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I will say Rocket 88 was the first car-themed song to break into the Hot 100 on the Billboard charts. Ooh, oh, oh. Nice. Very nice. All right. Thank you. Let's see here. First car-themed song. I want to get this right because uh, this might be right. Holy cow. Don't, <laughs> don't tease me. Don't you tease me with a good time, mister. All right. All right. Well, that is also duly noted. Dig it, man. Dig it. Yeah, nice work. Thanks. Yeah. Good question. I thought so. Mm-hmm. 
All right, man. So uh, you you teased us. With, with, what was the word? Tuppen. Tuppen. T T O P P E N. Tuppen is how. Tuppen. Tuppen. And uh, so the the Swedish connection there is we're doing a couple of shout outs, which uh, we we do occasionally. Uh, um, but one of them is to our friend Johan Olson from Sweden. And Johan is a listener to our this program here. And uh, <laughs> sometimes it's still funny to me to say that, you know, to envision people actually sitting back and listening to this, you know, like they're all huddled <laughs> around the radio. I know that's not how it is, but. Uh, <laughs> like a like an FDR fireside chat. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> garage side uh, babble. Or, uh, but anyway, I got a great email from Mr. Johan Olson, and he says, uh, he says, hi, Kev. First and foremost, thanks for the joy, passion, and education that you, crew, and Q-Ball bring via V8 Radio and V8 TV. So, hey, that's me. That's you. And, and, right and, on. And, isn't that nice? That was very cool. That was cool. And, and Johan goes on to explain that uh, he and I have a couple things in common. Uh, my dad used to be a police officer, and Johan also was a police officer and, and will be one again. He's, he's doing some private sector work at the time. Uh, and he also points out that he's a veteran of, of uh, five missions abroad, uh, two of them in Afghanistan. So Mr. Johan is a, uh, is a warrior as well. Um, he also goes on to point out that he was a teenager in the 90s and loved basketball. And uh, I, I'm a big fan of Michael Jordan and, and got to experience all that stuff. And mm-hmm. he's also a big car guy. And he's from the, uh, not to really reveal too many personal details about Mr. Johan here, but mm-hmm. he's uh, uh, from Sweden and he, he hangs out at a, a car event called Wheels and Wings and he shared a picture of his Mustang, right? So he's- Oh, right. Yeah. He's got a great looking Mustang and he, he sent this picture of him in, in, in his uh, Swedish uniform. He's got the white hat and, and the, the, the gold buttoned- banded black coat it's the short coat yeah you know with the white i I don't know the proper terminology for this but i don't either it 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 looks almost like a navy you know naval uh uh, right dress uniform so this is like fully formal um by his 65 mustang and the picture was taken uh in in front of the queen's castle where the swedish royal couple lives and and johan has this big smile on his face and and he looks like a guy you don't want to mess with, which is uh, yeah, cool. definitely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and anyway, Johan wrote us this nice letter because he's coming to the states for his 40th birthday and uh, wanted to go take a take in a, a Bulls game. And unfortunately, um, I'm not going to be able to attend because I, I'm going to be at the SEMA show in November uh, when he's in Chicago. But he's going to come tour the shop and and uh, meet the guys. And I just wanted to say thank you to, to Johan for listening. And for sending this letter, and I, uh, I hope that I'm able to come back in town uh, when he comes to visit the shop. I, I'm sad that I'm going to miss the opportunity to go to the the Bulls game with him, uh, right? Because this guy undoubtedly has some experiences that would be probably a heck of a lot of fun to hang out with. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm sure he's got a few stories to tell. Yes. And if he shows up in this uniform, you know, Chicago, Chicago's oh, going down. I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> you better be prepared. Right on. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty cool that uh, he took the time to write that to you. That was that was really nice. So uh, 
Thank you, Johan. Yes. And, and the other interesting uh, shout out we're going to do is to our friend Ken West. And Ken, uh, <clears throat> much like Johan's intention, Ken came to the V8 Speed and Resto Shop uh, about a week ago on a, a visit um, provided by his job. He was able to kind of swing through the area. And Ken is known as Pontiac Ken on the V8 TV forum. And the forum, you know, there's a whole story there about the direction of automotive forums these days, which might make an interesting topic. But mm-hmm. Ken had been posting um, the build thread of his GTO. and It's actually a 67 Le Mans. It's a Le Mans, correct. And, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Sorry, Mr. Pontiac. I, uh... it's, it's all right, man. Just, <laughs> hey, trying to keep it above board. Keep, keep me in line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what I meant to say is that his Le Mans is following kind of the pattern that that we laid out building the 66 GTO that we did for uh, our friend Stefan back in 08 on VATV. It was right. one, one of our earlier project cars. And that was also an LS-powered GTO at the end, right? So, Yep. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Ken came to town, and and Rod and our shop gave him a tour of the place, and uh, Ken and I got to hang out for a few minutes. And it was really cool to, to put a face to the name and and hang out and chat with him. And I kind of got the update on his car and where he's at. And, you know, he's, uh, he's uh, very typical of a lot of us that have a, a project car in the garage that only moves forward when we have time, you know, and finances to work on it. But he's doing the, the vast majority of the work himself. Yeah, kind of mm-hmm. like somebody else I know working on a GTO mm-hmm. in the garage. Yeah, right on. Yeah. <laughs> but it was really cool to meet uh, Ken. So thanks for coming by, Ken. And uh, we encourage people, you know, if you want to come tour the shop uh, and say hello, you're more than welcome to. Um, <clears throat> maybe it's a good idea to call in advance or if you're coming from Sweden or somewhere else, shoot us an email <laughs> so that uh, <laughs> right you know, we can try to coordinate better uh, and make sure that, um, you know, whoever you want to see is there. Uh, in Johan's case, I'm really trying, and I, I emailed him back, but I didn't. I didn't get a response, so I don't know if my email went to spam. So maybe if he hears this, if he's I truly see. a listener, uh, mm-hmm. Johan, check your spam folder because <laughs> I might be stuck in it. <laughs> I tend to go to spam quite a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I live in there. So right, right, right. Yeah. So right on. Dig it. Yeah, yeah, that Ken is doing quite a bit of work on that uh, on that '67 of his. It's uh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's really going through it. So it'll be a really a nice runner when he's all done. Well, and where I was going too is with the the automotive forum world. That has changed so much. I mean, ten years it ago, has. you spent all your time on forums. I spent all my time on forums, yeah. and that was before oh, right. before social media really took off. Mm-hmm. And. It kind of sucks, you know, because the forums were cool. Uh, yeah, they are cool. and, and They not, still are cool, in my opinion, but they just don't get the love that they once had. Yeah, no, I, and exactly. I'm not, I'm not saying they're dead or they're, they're not cool anymore. It's just that uh, there's, you know, everybody's burning all their, all their days on Facebook and uh, uh-huh. I guess on Insta and on, you know, some of the other ones. Uh-huh. And the problem that we have is that you know, like on our own forum, on the V8 forum, we've got project cars that we've started there and people can interact and post pictures and stuff. And you can always go mm-hmm. back to that. Right. You That's know? true. 
and like Ken's car, I can go back right now and, and dig up the very first post that he made and find it easily. And my own 70 Riv, I got a whole story on that thing from day one. Mm-hmm. Whereas you can have a Facebook page about your car, but it's like as soon as your newsfeed changes, it's gone. And you can't, you can post a picture, but you can't attach files. And you know, it, right. it's, it's far too public, I think, in many ways, because everybody in the world is, you know, throwing rocks at each other and it's just not anywhere near as cool. So, yeah, that, that, that is true. I mean, typically automotive forums are very specialized. Um, in addition to the V8 TV forums that I would go to quite a bit, I spent a lot of time on the performance years forums, which was a pretty, typically a Pontiac only uh, forum. Mm-hmm. And there was, I mean, there was fantastic knowledge mm-hmm. on that forum that would get dropped there every day. I mean, tip, t- chances are if you needed to do something to your project, if you wanted to um, uh, put a, a Jeep quick ratio uh, steering box, you can just do a search and somebody did it. Mm-hmm. And they and they know all the pitfalls, all the ins and outs. Automotive forums are great for stuff like that. Oh, yeah, totally. I, yeah, yeah. Um, Social media has just made put everything, you know, in one app at your fingertips, and that is why I think a lot of the automotive forums have gone away because um, everything is done on your phone. Forums are really good to look at when you're when you're at your laptop or at your desktop computer, just because of the formatting. But there are other apps that do allow you to see forums better, like um, oh, what the heck is the name of that app? Let me. Oh, there was uh, the, the Tapatalk app. Tapatalk. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Tapatalk is an app that, um, like you're saying, allows you to see the pictures and read the stuff in a thread format, um, but right. on, a, on a small screen. And it'll take a forum and reformat it to fit the screen better if the, Correct. If the forum software didn't do it on its own. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> for whatever reason, it never worked right with, with our forum. It, it worked well for about... A month, I think, and then something right? changed, and then I couldn't use the Tapatalk thing anymore. Hmm. Uh, but interestingly, our V8 forum does lay out pretty well on mobile. So it's just that you know, we our shop has grown so much that you know I was the guy writing all the threads on all the cars, right? And when you've got you know twenty cars in the shop at once, and and today it's amazing because. Yeah. We typically have uh, have Ben or myself go through and take a lap and get photographs of things as they're being built. But now we mm-hmm. have uh, we've got three other tablets that the shop owns that are floating around that the technicians take pictures on their own as oh. they're working. That's great. It is great, and all the pictures yeah. immediately upload to an online server, and then I do a little bit of of, of work to get them to populate the appropriate customers' photo gallery. Mm-hmm. But but now I'm I'm putting up three to four hundred pictures a day. Wow! Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah, in some cases when when we're doing like really heavy detail work, um, yeah, that's huge. It is. So if I were to write that story on each one of these cars, you know, on the forum, there's, yeah, I could hire five guys to write it, and and it wouldn't, right. wouldn't happen. Um, so that's part of the. The thing with our own forum is that the traffic driving of, of putting up all the, the threads and stories, 
I, I haven't mm-hmm. had time to do as much. So there's not a whole lot of people that are doing that right now on ours, but Ken still does as he makes his updates. Um, and we have another guy named Ben who's building El Camino and, and he's been sharing mm-hmm. updates and that's pretty cool. And, and this guy named Q-Ball used to do the cool yeah. song Friday. But, well, yeah. that, that, that dirty dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what happened there. Oh, you know, the the, the, the demise of the forum happened. Gosh, oh, yeah, darn yeah, it. yeah. The rise of Facebook <laughs> happened. Right, right. <laughs> Facebook has me now. Yeah. Uh, that was cool, though. And, and a lot of that, a lot of those songs yeah. that you posted, I still go back, you know, through the forum and dig those up because there's a lot of good stuff. Nice. There. Well, thanks. That's cool. Yeah. Maybe that's all the motivation I need to to uh, breathe new life into that thread. <laughs> well, we'll invite everybody to go to, to VATVshow.com and, and click the link. You can find it at the V8 Radio to, uh, you know, navigation bar, too, mm-hmm. at VATradio.com. Click the forum. And uh, feel free to add your favorite song to the Cool Song Friday thread. Uh, not, not to put pressure on Mike, because he's got far too much to do, too. But The more the merrier. Yeah, right on. And uh, you know, thinking about all that stuff, you had a you had a a thread for your Pontiac on on our V8 forum as well. I did have a thread for my Pontiac on the V8 forum, and I think um, it's been so long since I've been able to do anything to that stinking car. I think that thread is almost caught up. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh. So at this point, you you're in this position that uh, a lot of people are in that are building cars who are essentially waiting for parts. I am waiting for parts. Um, also just life in general really gets in the way. Um, not that it gets, I shouldn't say gets in the way, but it happens. You know, well, life comes first. Yeah. My kids are growing up. They're involved in a lot of extracurricular activities that, you know, it costs a lot of stinking money for Pete's sake to have your kids in band and, 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 uh, and, uh, uh, uh color guard and all kinds of other stuff that they want to do. And it takes a lot of time to do. And, and, uh, you know, the family comes first. So the, the car is going to be here. It doesn't cost me a nickel to own it. So <clears throat> just, just sits in the garage and when it's, it, it'll be there when it, when it's turned is up. So that's just how, how, how I'm looking at it now. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, that's the way you got to look at it. And, and again, that's the, the trajectory of so many people that, uh, you know, like Pontiac Ken we're talking about, it takes a while to, to put the car together because right. other things are, are happening. I know myself, the day of the drive-in cruise event, I was driving our 62 Galaxy to the shop because I, I like to take that car to the, the drive-in event. And the top gear started slipping in the transmission and I parked mm. it and haven't touched it since. Oh, <laughs> dad gummit. Yeah, that's the same thing. But where it where it used to sit in your garage is uh, now replaced by a, a big yellow banana boat. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> so we've been working on Paul's car. We've talked about that before. We had Paul on the, right. on the show. And uh, his car has reached a point where um, it, it's, it's real close to, I mean, it runs and drives and everything now. It, mm-hmm. it needs some refinement. And mm-hmm. some of these tasks, quite honestly, are things that, uh, that, I kind of want to do and right at our shop. It's funny. Uh, so we've been in business for give or take 15 years now, and I never get a chance to work on anything in the shop very much anymore. Right. That's, um, that's gotta be weird. Well, it's weird, but just the way my mind works, um, I have to separate 
you know, kind of business from pleasure in many ways. Sure. Um, we've all seen situations where the shop owner has his or her own cars in there. And sometimes even the crew is working on those cars. Right. Right. And, and what that means is you're not working on customer cars. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's our goal to service customers and, and have our sure. team, you know, work on those. So I also, you know, we try to, we're fortunate that, you know, we've been, been busy enough to keep everybody uh, moving and keep, you know, just about every available inch occupied with customer cars. Mm-hmm. So, so my stuff doesn't even go there, you know, and it, it might be on a weekend right. or something. I'll zip in and try and change the oil or something. Right. Uh, but I, like everybody else, I've got a home garage. Well, not like everybody else, but like many people, I have a home mm-hmm. garage uh, and a basic set of tools here. And when I get time, I can work on stuff in my garage. And I, I do that for the fun, you know, for the therapy of doing it. Sure. Put some music on, pour a beverage, spin some wrenches. Mm-hmm. And, and and you and you have to protect the time. You're right. That's it. That's you're exactly right. You're throwing my mm. words right back at me. So I, I am. I appreciate that. <laughs> but um, there are so so Paul's car reached a point where there's like a handful of smaller tasks that just kind of need to be buttoned up and dialed in. And I thought, you know what? Just for fun, I think I'm going to take care of some of those on my own. And cool. Brought the car here. Um, like you pointed out, it's a big car. It's a almost 20 foot long, you know, 62 Buick convertible. So it freed up some space in the shop. And now I get to work on my buddy's car, not necessarily the way I'd like to, which would be if he and I are working on it together, but at right. least, you know, I can, I can help him out. He's helped me out a zillion times over the years and, uh, this is enjoyable. So it just arrived Good. here the other day and now I got to right carve out a little time to, uh, take care of a few of the details that, you know, I don't want to say are, are, are beneath our crew, um, but mm-hmm. they're, they're comfortable enough to where I can do these, you sure. know, and, and sure. get some instant gratification projects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You no know, doubt. Go for the small wins. Yeah. I hear the uh, AC block off plates in that thing are amazing. They really are. That is the amazing. High, it's the high point <laughs> of the car. <laughs> look Without at, look at it. I'm going to, I'm going to open the hood. Check out those block off plates. Come on, that's come it. on. That's it. And, and 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 no doubt this will return to the shop and get you know some of the the bigger details. We had talked last time um, actually about our interior shop capabilities that we now have. Um, right on. This car is going to get some door panels made and get the seats restuffed and things like that. Oh, good. These are things that I cannot do. Um, <laughs> but again, by by me taking care of some of the other smaller details, just you know to help my friend out. It'll free up that mm. opportunity to do the interior stuff at the shop. So I think, quite frankly, he's a little bit happy that it's out of his hair right now because he can actually use his garage. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Um, but soon it will be uh, it'll be back in his garage and he'll be able to, to drive it. So that's the funny thing, you know. So my car's broke. Your car's broke. This yeah. Buick is getting closer. Uh, Paul pointed out the other day that uh, 2021 is going to be the 25th anniversary of the Power Tour. Oh, boy. Not not 2020, mm-hmm. but the next one. Right. So, so the gauntlet's been laid down for all these things now to maybe oh, have a reunion smack. tour because uh, <clears throat> that's kind of, you know, the, the event that kind of officially kicked off my professional 
automotive career right was the 1996 power tour if uh if he only knew where that cavalier was well that would be dynamite to resurrect i asked him if he had anything with the vin on it and he's gonna look uh the car's been gone quite a long time so Mm -hmm. but as i told the story before my mom pulled out the vin for my dad's old motorcycle 30 years after he sold it and and it was still around so who knows who knows that would be epic, though, to, to resurrect the... Oh, the, with the, the hood the, and everything? The power turd, as it was known. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be quite a thing. So, who knows? Um, and, and, of course, I've been... Part of my problem is, is working on my own stuff. There are times when... I'm doing a task, thinking in my head, I want to be doing something else. Not not like, I'm working on this car and I really want to be mowing the lawn. I'm not saying that. I'm right. saying, I'm fixing my automatic transmission, but I really want to be putting a five-speed in this thing. Right. Oh, yeah. I, you know? I hear you. Yeah. Or, or I'm changing the plugs on this 351, but boy, would, it, would I really like this to be a 427. You know? mm-hmm. um, so what that does to me in, in my psychology is I just stop. You know, it's like, oh really what's the point right you know it's not if it's not exactly what you want then why do it but then i'm not making steps to do what i actually wanted to do mm-hmm. because there's other obligations and and you know duty duty and life call and then everything gets sure. kind of pushed aside and that's technically that's why my galaxy is parked in a storage unit down the street from our shop right now because the the transmission started to slip you know, no doubt that, uh, you know, I could pull that transmission out on a, on a Friday morning and it could mm-hmm. be rebuilt by Monday afternoon and be driving again. But for years, I've been talking about doing a Tremec five-speed conversion in that thing. I see. So why put money into this when you could do it to that and, right? And that's... That's, the, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a viable option. i mean what better time than now if if that's something you really wanted to do yeah it's 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 screaming at you it it is screaming at me but so is you know a lot of other things that need to get done too so Mm -hmm. i guess again getting back to my point about protecting the time i think i got to protect that project and just make that happen Mm. you know it's it's time time to do that because that car would be way more fun Way more fun. (laughs) (laughs) It would be too, man. It would. Yeah, yeah. That'd be dynamite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, I mean, sometimes you got to take the projects as they come to you, despite how you have them planned out. Well, and again, you're a family man. Um, We don't have kids, but they always say, you know, don't try to prepare because there's never going to be the right time. They're going to happen when they happen, and then you got to. You're on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and go. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, by the time I'm 26, I'm going to have 1.2 kids. You know, that, that doesn't right. work. No. That's true. Yeah. Even the best laid plans, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. Mm-hmm. And then your plan goes to hell. Right. Uh-huh. Well, there's a movie quote that says, a, a plan is a list of things that don't happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's even better that's perfect yeah. no doubt yeah. 
No doubt, man. Well, I guess, you know, that's more of a commentary on life. And, and we've been really working hard at the shop to, um, to have, uh, solid plans, you know, for the, for the cars that we work on and, and for the customers. And that that's really the big secret if, you know, to getting a car done and, and getting everything to go kind of the way you want to, you got to know what you're building. Otherwise you won't get there. So <clears throat> I think what I need to do is map out a bit of a plan for the five speed conversion. And, uh, you know, they say what gets measured gets changed. And, and like Kelly pointed out this year, if it, if, if a, an event landed on the calendar, it's going to happen. If you just talk about it, it doesn't happen. But if it's on the calendar, it's like, that's, you got to abide by the calendar. Yeah. Yeah. We all do. And don't, don't cross Kelly. She says <laughs> no. you're going. You're going. Yeah, right. That's it. Well, that's the other thing. So she she's also expressed interest in, in the five-speed conversion. So, oh, Okay, cool. I, I'm guessing if she had her way, it would already be finished. Yeah. She's just allowing you to bide your time to come up with the correct solution. Which is to put the five-speed in there. Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> a lot smarter and more effective than I am. <clears throat> for sure. There's going to be a day when she's going to lose her patience, say, Osti, that's it, five-speed now. That's probably what's going to happen, yeah. And you're going to say, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, what? you know, how, how lucky am I that she she's not the type of person to yeah. say, Osti, we need new carpeting and sell that car. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, that... that that happened to my dad. <laughs> oh, no. He, he wanted to buy a Harley, and he saved up the money, and my mom's like, oh, yeah, we're going to get new carpeting now. And the Harley dream vaporized, uh, and he never had one. Ugh. Well, I'm, I'm pretty lucky in that respect. My Jenny has never once even hinted at selling the GTO for anything. So she knows what it means to me, and she respects it, and she loves it too, and the, the girls love it. So yep. luckily, it's it's been adopted as being part of the family so well and probably along the same vein they would all love it more if it was finished they would love it more if it were finished i would love it a lot more if it were finished <laughs> <laughs> but that's part of the the understanding is if you could snap your fingers you would have already yeah that's that's absolutely true i would yeah yeah but you know we're we're getting to the the point of the year where things are moving indoors again and and um, mm-hmm. those are good times to work on these things and Maybe you'll make. Uh, maybe the parts will become available soon, and you'll be able to make some more progress. Right on. That would be lovely. Yeah, that's that's my goal anyway. Mm-hmm. With multiple projects, and and also we're telling a lot of our our customers. So it's funny we 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 have people that call us all the time and and talk about a car idea, and and we'll be like, okay, let's let's do this, and then they're like, well, you know, it's still nice outside. I want to drive this thing till the end of the summer. Yeah, uh, which makes total sense. Yeah. Um, and then invariably we get like 50 people that want to bring cars in all at once and we can't yep. take them on, you know, we, can, mm-hmm. we can't do it. So I'm trying to talk to people now and it's like, let's get your, your wintertime project scheduled so that we can get you in the flow, Exactly. get the plan and get these things taken care of. And there's some, some really cool projects that a lot of these guys are talking about doing, uh, that cool. we just need to, uh, kind of land on and and i don't know maybe the weather needs to get a little bit worse or something but uh, some of these things have to get put into motion mm-hmm. um, our friend brandon 
And, and here's another interesting thing that's happening right now. I shared you a, a, a picture uh, on a text, but we're the V8 speed and resto shop, right? So it's primarily classics and muscle cars and American V8 powered stuff. Right. I've got some interesting things in the shop right now from yeah, man, <laughs> from that 47 Dodge that we just finished. Uh, we're just about done putting the Jeep motor in. I've got a 79 Jeep CJ that came civilian in. Civilian Jeep is what that it, means. That's exactly what that stands for, civilian mm-hmm. Jeep. It's red and lifted, and, and it's got uh, uh, a small block in it, and it, it's cool. It's really cool, and we just put a CB in the thing for the guy. Oh, get out of here, really? <laughs> yeah, totally. That's awesome. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, hell yeah. It, it's exa- that's exactly what it is. It's a, you look at this thing and you go, hell yeah. <laughs> right on, man. Uh, and then parked next to it is a 79 Toyota Land Cruiser. Good heavens. And it's red, and it matches. All three of these are the same color. They all match. And and the Land Cruiser is just awesome. I mean, it, it's a four-wheel drive, you know, mm-hmm. off-road vehicle that that I had always seen a lot of but never really knew much about, and I still don't mm-hmm. know much about it. We got two guys on staff that know these things top to bottom. So, Oh, is that uh, right? Yeah. And, and our customer who owns <clears throat> that 39 LaSalle Ambulance, Mm-hmm. We just finished that, and the the Land Cruiser is his. So he's like, "Oh, hey, now that the Cadillac's done, you guys don't want to do anything with a Land Cruiser, do you?" And we're like, huh? <laughs> well. "So he he brought it over, and we're like, yeah, this this thing's neat, and um, I think it's just been sitting, and it needs some help with a few uh, mechanical details." Okay. Um, but parked behind that is a uh, a two forty Z that showed up. Good heavens. Yeah, right. So, you know, we're like, I guess we're heavily, you know, Japanese at this point, but uh, uh, a lot of cool enthusiast cars that that people dig, you know, and that's what we do is we work on cars that, that people dig. So mm-hmm. uh, these are all very special to the owners, um, the right. Land Cruiser, the, 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 the Datsun 240 um, belong to our customer's mother. And she okay. loved this thing, and and I, unfortunately, I learned uh, the the day before they brought this car to us, the the mother had passed away. Oh boy! Yeah, and that's and a shame. The family wishes to get this thing kind of back on the road and safe, and and mm-hmm. and carry on with it. So we're honored to have that opportunity to uh, to work on this thing, and and it's cool, you know. Again, it's and it's something a little bit different for the team. Um, they love muscle cars, they love classics, but they want to constantly be challenged with new stuff, um, new old stuff, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, you know, of course, we, we got Roadrunners and Camaros and and a couple of other pickup trucks and some fat-fendered cars. And that 67 GTO is almost, I mean, it just inches from being finished. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Oof. we're not abandoning all that stuff by any stretch, but it, it's fun right. to... Uh, uh, to talk to people and they say, oh, you, you know, you, you'd work on that. You know, if I had something. So there's another guy who's got a uh, 71 BMW 2002. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very cool. Those car. are cool. I like those cars. Yeah. I mean, it's basically a factory rally car, you know. In, yeah, in for sure. And he's like, well, you know, he, he's got a, a little bit of rust repair or something. So, yeah, maybe we'll take a look at that, you know. But um, uh, Cool, man. In addition to, um, you know, some uh, there's another 66 Ford 7 liter that wants to come in and get a full restoration, a couple of 69 oh, okay. Camaros, a couple of uh, uh, Trans Am, you know, late 70s cars and, and things that, you know, we're, we're kind of known for as well. 
Uh, right. But it, it, it's neat to kind of, like I said, expand the horizons a little bit and play yeah, with mix different it up toys. a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, man. That's that's pretty dope. I like those 240Zs. My uh my stepdad back in the in the mid 80s had a an old 300ZX. Uh mm. the, the 3-liter turbo uh engine and it was uh it was a cool car. They he were loved cool. It. So <clears throat> the oh, 300 yeah. did his talk. I think it did. Lights are on or something like that. Yeah. I think I remember hearing. Door is ajar. Yeah. No, it's when a door. When is a door, not a door. When it's a jar. When it's a jar, right. Mm-hmm. That technology, and I think we talked about this too. That might have been one of the trivia questions in a show a long time ago about the talking cars. Was that one of Maybe. our topics? I, I think we've talked about that before. Nissan actually used a plastic record. Yes, we did talk about that. That Yeah, yeah that it jogged it loose. And it was uh, in the kick panel, and this record would play, and the different tracks <laughs> were the different door is a jar or whatever yeah yeah but th- those awesome. are pretty neat yeah mm-hmm. um so you know again just trying to get a lot of these people to realize that uh, uh there's certain times of the year when the access is better than than others so if you're thinking about doing a project now now is the time uh, because springtime rolls around way too quickly and you want this thing to be done by then. So it's Yeah, like, you got that right. Yeah. Well, we've had such beautiful weather here lately as mm-hmm. well. It's hard to want to pack it in. Oh, yeah, totally. Sake, we had like a 90-degree October day the other day. Yeah, it's really, it's been strange. The, the I guess the, the summer has been extended, which is great. Mm-hmm. But what I notice is that somebody's going to flip the switch. Oh, yeah. And then it's going to be gonna, horrible out. Going to wake up with a foot of snow on the, on the ground. Yeah, right. Say, what the heck happened? Uh, Right. Uh, So between all that, um, the other thing that I'm trying to get my mind around, last time we talked about the the car show happening in Riyadh. But, of course, before that, uh, the first big event of the season is SEMA. Mm. (laughs) That's the big one. It is the big one. And I'm super fortunate, once again, to be uh, uh, working with the SEMA organization at – at five different activations this year. So the, the Monday night uh, SEMA reveal, I get to host that party again, where we uh, pull the, the covers off some of the cars that are coming into the SEMA show the night before it opens. Cool. Um, yeah. And last year, the, the big surprise was that GM took that opportunity to unveil the E-Copo electric the tr- Camaro, right? Yeah. Mm. Um. And this year, I've been told that there's going to be something else. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. Huh. What could it be? I don't know what it is. Uh. (laughs) Because I I tell you what, I had no idea that it was going to be an electric Camaro last year. Is that right? Especially not a Copo drag race electric Camaro. Yeah. Last year, I honestly thought it might be something Corvette related. Okay. Something the, mid-engine Corvette related last well, year, you thought? I, I was kind of hoping because I thought, you know, yeah. it, it's a SEMA show. But at the same time, the 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 Monday night reveal, is that going to be where Chevrolet unveils the next Corvette? Probably not. 
Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I get, I get you on that. I mean, they had a pretty big reveal show for that. It was global. Yeah, it was. Oh huge. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So not, not to say that the SEMA reveal is not a, a big deal, um, but oh. it's a media only thing. Um, right. And it's, it's just not conducive to having that big of a, of a thing. The, the main parts of the SEMA show definitely, but, but that, that Monday night deal, it's a little more intimate, which is part of the thing that I like about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I'll be there and then, uh, hosting the SEMA central stage again, uh, Monday through Friday or Tuesday through Friday, Tuesday morning, uh, hosting the new products awards breakfast banquet again, which is going to be great. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun. Cause that, that kind of kicks off the show. So that's like the big high energy deal. And, uh, I've learned that, uh, Jay Leno is going to be the featured guest for that. Oh, terrific. So that'll be cool. Your old uh, buddy Jay Leno. Yeah, I am my old buddy now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Friday, the SEMA cruise. Uh, today, as a matter of fact, the, the SEMA just released the video, the official video of the SEMA cruise promo thing. Yeah, I watched that today. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Just- I still get my industry guy news from SEMA. There you go. Yeah, it's, it's, you know you're you're in the fold there. That's right, man. <laughs> uh, Joe Sebergandio and I again will be uh, hosting that. But uh, the the biggest one for me this year is co-hosting the SEMA banquet on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, doing that with uh, Jared Deanda, and um, and that's an interesting one because the 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 banquet is a, a wonderful event. Um, you recognize people in the industry, you recognize companies, kind of highlight. Uh, some of the Hall of Famers that were newly inducted. Uh, it's a real positive thing. Uh, there's entertainment throughout as well, which I don't know that they've released yet. Um, but this was traditionally, for the past couple of years anyway, was done by Jesse Combs and, and Jared. Um, and before that, uh, of course, Dave McClelland. And uh, Jesse obviously is no longer with us. And they uh, called me... Uh, to, to, you know, it's a weird thing. I, I, I'm not saying step in, um, mm-hmm. but that's kind of what's happening. Uh, and as you and I had talked about before this, you know, not on the show, but right, it's been an, an interesting, it's a, definitely a tremendous honor for me to be able to fill that role and, and to bring whatever it is I bring to that stage, um, mm-hmm. for that night. Uh, but my mind, I just want to make sure that, uh, you know, doing, doing right by Jesse. Sure. Uh, and, and I'm, I'm honored that they feel that I'm talented enough to hopefully pull this off. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, we did talk about this and I know you were, you had some, I don't want to say trepidation about it, but you know, it's everyone's really going through a lot with the loss of Jesse Combs, anyone in the Mm -hmm. automotive world who, who, who knew who she was and what she was all about. And to be, I mean, to be asked to, to step into that role is a terrific honor. Um, And like I said to you, you know, they had to, they had to get somebody to do this. Because mm-hmm. the show must go on, yep. and it it really is one hell of a compliment that they approached you to to do that. So, and and they know you're going to do the right thing by her and by the show. 
So I, I, I wouldn't have any, I wouldn't think any, I wouldn't think otherwise. Well, no, and, and I appreciate that. Um, mm. it, it's an, it's just an interest, you know, it's a, it's a weird way of getting there. Um, it is a weird way to get there. And I think everybody recognizes that, mm-hmm. but, but like you said, uh, you know, if, if they didn't think I was capable, they wouldn't have called. So true. my mission is to do, put on a great show for them, make sure this goes smoothly. And, mm-hmm. and Jesse and I worked together in the past and I really think she'd be like, yeah, that's cool. Go for it. And that's, that's what I'm taking. And, and Jared, Jared does a Good. great job and, uh, I'm sure he and I'll do just fine. So, um, it's going to be a little different for him as well, you know, sure. obviously. Oh yeah. And, and different for the audience and, and, mm-hmm. and the whole thing. But, uh, it's, it's definitely bringing a dynamic that is on a different level. It's no longer just, Oh yeah, the lights are on dummy, you know, don't screw up reading the lines. And it's more than that now, you know, <laughs> it's all that more than some. Right. Right. <laughs> but it is super cool. And, and I, again, I am tremendously honored that, um, I have this opportunity that they, they had the confidence to, to, uh, in me to, to be able to do this. And, uh, last week, Kelly and I were actually at SEMA in Southern California, um, mm-hmm. at the office, had a nice, you know, kind of pre-meeting about the show and all this stuff. And oh, good. Oh yeah. Everything is looking great. Those guys are, they're all way ahead of the game on, on preparation and, uh, shows coming together and it's, it's going to be dynamite. So, uh, uh, really looking forward to it. So Dig it's, it. it's the it's the the biggest you know automotive aftermarket event in the world, and when you're if you're an exhibitor, if you're a showgoer, uh, if you are part of the show staff, you know every aspect, even just mm-hmm. being an attendee, is grueling mm-hmm. because there's so much. Yeah, I can attest to that. Yeah, so much to see, so much to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, more so if you're working it. Uh, so it's this giant thing to look forward to. And then as it's happening, it's almost out of body. You know, it's like, you're almost a spectator in your own world as Mm -hmm. this thing goes by. And then when it's all done, it's like, I can't believe that happened. You know, it's just, (laughs) (laughs) did that just happen? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Where am I? (laughs) And you almost need, you know, like, uh, you know, what was the movie with the one of the reality TV parodies, the Truman Show or something? The guy was on camera the whole time. Oh, right, you know, right, You almost right. need somebody to document your whole week there just so that you can replay it later and go, right. what, what just happened? I don't remember even being there. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> it's so adrenal ahead of time, and especially all the guys that are thrashing to build cars, you know, right now and transport oh, them. And, and there are companies building new displays right now. And, I mean, it's... You know, and Foo said it, I think, interestingly last year, where it's not that you push things to the deadline, it's that you take every available second that you have. Sure. You know, to keep going and keep refining mm-hmm. and working on stuff. So Well, I remember from from the 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 Monday night uh reveals when Foo showed up with that that fifty seven Chevy. Yeah. And uh he said, Well, we we're gonna bring this other car, but you know, we were having trouble getting parts, so we had to make a, you know, call an audible, and then this, we got to get this thing thrashed to get done. And you say, like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Do you hear that, folks? 
Even Chip Foose has trouble getting parts. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's what I say to you right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you and Foose got that going. Did you ever wash that's that hand, right. by the way? Well, got my chip hand. Yep. <laughs> got it right here. <laughs> uh, awesome. Your 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 chip hand is going to have its own, uh, you know, mold-filled beard yeah. pretty soon. Yeah. Going to have it encased in glass. <clears throat> nice, nice. All right. Well, listen. I can hear the uh, the collective uh, uh, anticipation of the answers mm-hmm. to our trivia questions all around the world by oh, people yeah. like Johan and Sweden and Pontiac Ken and and everybody everywhere else. So uh, we should probably let these answers free. All right. All right, Kevin. I asked you how did the Ford Fairlane get its name? Right. And you said it had to do with Henry Ford's estate named Fair Lane. Yes. That it was named after. I cannot believe you got that right. God dang it. <laughs> Congratulations. Fantastic. And just a little bit of extra on there. He named his estate Fair Lane after the street in Ireland where his father was born. Uh-huh. In County Cork. That so, is... yeah, my buddy Robert went to the Henry Ford estate the henry ford museum okay and he said hey check this out did you know that the fair lane was named after fair lane i'm like that's a trivia question that thank you a, sir that is a good one yeah huh, so, so thank you robert yes thank you robert for one that i knew so that was yeah I right on. for that one mm-hmm. um but this does trigger my my curiosity about why that car got named fair lane and you would think that it would have been like the continental you know like their most elaborate yeah, I don't thing. know. Maybe because yeah. Henry Henry's estate was certainly something. Fair mm-hmm. Fairlane is a, is that's not a small to mid size entry level house, right. like like the car. You know what I'm saying? It's not a starter home, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's cool. So on the mm-hmm. flip side, I asked you. There was a song from 1951 uh, called "Rocket 88." <coughs> And it's mm-hmm. it's pretty widely known that it was in, it was inspired by the car, the Oldsmobile Rocket eighty eight. But mm-hmm. why was the song significant? And you said because it was the first car themed song that got into the Billboard Hot one hundred. I can't believe I pulled that out of my keister like that. I can't either because you, you were kind of <laughs> going one way and then boom, you just kind of oh, brought yeah. that back around. Yeah. Uh, well, the answer is not correct. Ah. Um. But what what got me is your word first, right? So mm-hmm. Rocket 88 is uh, widely regarded by a lot of people as the very first rock and roll song. Oh, man, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there are those who don't think it is also, but many people believe that Rocket 88 was the first rock and roll song. And it was uh, uh, apparently... Um, it reached number one on the Billboard R&B chart. Hmm. Uh, it was inducted in the Blues Hall of Fame in 91 and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame singles in 2018. And the original recording was uh, uh, credited to Jackie Brenston and his Delta Cats, was, was the band, who were actually Ike Turner and the Kings of Rhythm. Get so, out of here. Yeah. 
So, oh my gosh. Now your homework assignment is to jump on YouTube and find a copy of the original Rocket 88 and check it I'm out. I'm going to be looking for that tonight. Absolutely. It's, it's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. A, a bluesy rock and roll shuffle. It's it's a it's a pretty neat song. Um, but I, I have no idea why that one became my trivia question. I think I was trying to figure out the origins of the, the Rocket. You know, why is the Oldsmobile called the Rocket 88? I see. Or, or where did the 88 come from was my question. Hmm. And I didn't find that, but I found this, so... That was cool. That was, a, that was a cool question. Yeah. It would be cooler if you knew it and got it right. But uh, It would be cooler, but you know what? It was still cool. It was a cool answer. It was a great uh, answer. It, it, was, it was an answer that could have been right. Yes. So, Unlike so you the win. swoopy dash bullcrap. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> I still think that was one of your best answers. And we got a lot of comments on uh, from people online who really like that yeah. answer too. So. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, my man. Well, this was fun. Um, again, I always appreciate the time. You bet. Uh, you, uh, if you're listening to this, you're obviously listening to it. But uh, if you want to listen to it somewhere else, um, we've got a lot of places <laughs> where you can listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> like in the bathroom or in your garage or yeah, right, up in the exactly. attic in the basement yeah like my dad came out with a cheesecake one day and he said he whipped this up in his shorts <laughs> oh big al you're a card <laughs> But as I was saying, <laughs> uh, if you really want to uh, uh, do us a solid, listen to this on the uh, Podchaser website and or app, because we are in a solid number two position uh, mm-hmm. for automotive podcasts. And we're trying to we're trying to be number one at something here, folks. So <laughs> give us a hug and <laughs> see if we can pull Please. that off. Do us a solid. Please. That's right. Yeah. But of course, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, uh, Stitcher, V8Radio.com, Facebook. Um, Spotify. Spotify. I always forget Spotify. Yeah. Wherever you like to listen to us, in your shorts, in the can, whatever, we're, we're appreciative <laughs> that you do. <laughs> so on that note, for uh, Mr. Mike Cuball clark I'm Kevin Oste, just uh, reminding you to keep it under 100, and we will see you next time on VA Radio.